fundamentally, you're never in relationship with anybody. Ever. Because, in fact, nobody is there to be in relationship with except the stories you've written. All you have, in the end, is your story. And that story is you. It's not the story that's the problem. The nature of the problem is the addiction. In other words, the, the need, the need of the being to create a fantasy or a story to get out of the present moment because the present moment is threatening. So where the difference lies is when you replay the tape. And so the way out of that is you say to yourself, okay, I'm replaying this tape. What's the pattern? What is the structure of the story? What's the dynamics of the story? What kind of, what assumptions, what non-stated assumptions am I writing into the story that I'm not seeing? All of a sudden, you're much more fascinated by the hallucinations you're having. Wow, I painted this kind of like guy from Saskatchewan into this like Romeo, and all he is is a guy from Saskatchewan. <laughs> you go, why, why did I do that? And, you know, flowers grow, you know, you can, you know, you could become the next uh, J.K. Rollins. And just turn that uh, experience into a story. Now, in order to do that, you have to give up a very basic addiction. And the very basic addiction that's at, core, at the core of all our beings is there's one root addiction that drives everything else. It starts with a P. Starts with a P, second letter is an A, four letter word, third letter is an I. <laughs> Dukkha, pain. That's driving the stories. Feeling of separation, feeling of aloneness, feeling of rejection, or wh- however you paint it, whatever dialogue you have. It's like, I'm not understood, nobody recognizes how much I try, I, I do my best, and they don't see, you know what I mean? One way or the other. Pain, pain, pain. And, there, and I'm not blaming mothers. Please be very clear about that. But the number one lesson of the child is they're not good enough the way they are. And they're not. Kids are not good enough the way they are. Otherwise, we'd still be peeing on the floor and, and pooping our pants and eating with our hands and throwing potatoes against the wall. So it's a true message in the sense that you weren't good enough the way you are. But the difference is, is acting that story out and trying to find substitutes with money or relationships or property or love or uh, fame or whatever, fame, shame, praise, blame, trying to get away from that. And in the end, the nature of the addiction is an attempt to escape the pain. It's an attempt to escape the fact that you weren't good enough and never could be, but that which was being fixed wasn't you. And now the child's job is to be upset with that? Sure, fine, no problem. Rebel against that? Sure, fine, no problem. But in the end, they're functioning. You know, they're functioning adults. And only a functioning adult can have the necessary discipline required to do the spiritual work, which is to forgive them father, or forgive them mother, if God is female. Forgive them mother for they, they did what they had to do. It's not that they didn't know what they were doing, they did what they had to do is they trained you to be a functioning adult. And at that point, then, your control is to forgive them for doing what they had to do and get on with what you're supposed to be doing as an awakening being, which is being okay in the present moment, just as it is, without any need for stories or elaborations or whatever, whatever, just the way it is, just as it is, knowing that you're going to die, 
knowing that there's no absolute security to be found, no refuge to be found anywhere other than the fact that it's impermanent, it's changing, it's going to fall out from under you. You've got to come to terms with that. Otherwise, if you don't do that, there's only one other option left. Addiction. Or, in a milder form, appetite. You'll keep looking for Mr. Goodbar or whatever. You'll keep looking for some place or thing or person or situation out there that's going to work for you and you'll never, ever, ever find it. Because the thing that's looking for it is that which refuses to admit the core pain of having to be something else. So that's where the story starts. I'm going to see how this story is written. How did I get here? Whether it's in relationship or at work or in terms of your community or in terms of your family or in terms of your job, how am I getting myself into this fix where other things, other uh, events other than my own mindfulness is creating a hell state or a difficult state for me that I don't have to be in? That can't happen to you if you don't have the appetite for a refuge or a solace that is false you can't be put in that position. Nobody can do it to you. Nobody has the power. You can be tortured in a whatever. Nobody can do it to you anymore. And the, and the reason they can't do it to you anymore is because you're no longer buying into the habit. You're no longer buying into the appetite. You're no longer buying into the addiction. You see the nature of the addiction is your impulse to try to find an escape from the fact that the original motion of you was painful and that if you let go of that, it's peaceful. It's as simple as that. Hard to do. Hard to do because the nature of the addiction and the habit is so overpowering. And so you need to do meditation. You need to do counseling. You need to do practice. You need a spiritual teaching. You need a spiritual group. And you need a spiritual teacher in order to keep your, your eyes on what you're doing. Otherwise, the stories just come in and take you off. And five years later, you're chasing a new relationship, which may be you know, a perfectly decent relationship until they hit that button of blindness. Yes, you had a further point? So, being then, because we're avoiding pain, yeah. right? Being then present for that pain. It's just a decision. Do you want to let it go? I'd like to. Okay, stick around, kid. Because it's going to take time. It's old and it's stuck, but the idea that I want to let go of the pain isn't quite the same thing as putting myself in the position where I'm going to meet the pain and let go of it. And to do that, we're going to have to get you on the cushion. We're going to have to get you in a situation where your social world and your political world and your economic world are temporarily left behind for a week or a month or maybe a couple of months, for a few years, not, not all at once, but over a few years, right, where you have nowhere else to go but have that pain right there. And that's the job of the spiritual teaching to bring you straight back home face to face with it until you can meet the demon of your resistance. The demon of your resistance would be called, just for argument's sake, I won't push you too much. I know it's a little struggle for you tonight. It's not fair. Or can I do it another way? Isn't there some other way to do this? Or can't, couldn't I just somehow get rid of this somewhere? Or is there somewhere I can go where this, I don't have to do this? Is there some out? Is there some escape? Is there some alternative route? And uh, as I sometimes say, awakening is the room at the end of the hall. You keep going to any room you can find until none of them work. And then you're left with the spiritual life. You, it, whatever, what, whatever we call the spiritual life, nothing else works but this. 
So I got to sit there. I got to meet it. That's not an easy thing to do. You need the meditative mind as I go sit rising, pain arising, pain falling. And you go through some rough ground, right? But the thing is, is that once you've accepted the fact that there's no escape, you're surrendering to the fact that there's no escape. Human condition is, by definition, fraught with pain insofar as it's addictive or based in addiction or habituation or, or uh, appetite, that I'm going to find an answer out there. And, and sorry, we just can't deal with this. We just don't want to deal with this. We'd rather, we just, there's got to be another answer. And the spiritual life, sainthood starts when you realize there isn't. Your sainthood starts when you realize everybody is a suffering as much as me about everything, no matter how happy they look, because they know it's hanging by a thread of imagination, fantasy, clinging wanting it to be something other than it is, either, either not getting what you want or getting what you don't want. For more information, please visit clearskycenter.org. That's C-L-E-A-R-S-K-Y-C-E-N-T-E-R.org. Thank you.